Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your continued support. As a bonus for all of our listeners who want to try us out, head over to StickerGiant.com and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. This is Andrew back with you for this week. Very fortunate to be dialing in. Actually, a longtime friend and customer of Sticker Giant as well, Crystal Sagan with Cocktail Caravan. Crystal, thank you so much for taking time. Well, thanks, Andrew. I'm excited to be here. So tell us a little bit about Cocktail Caravan, uh, your, your little business. Sure. So we are a beverage catering uh, and bartending service based in Boulder. Uh, we serve most of Colorado, although we haven't really ventured more than a five hour drive at this point. Most of what we do is focused in the Boulder, Denver, Front Range area. Um, and we do private parties and events and a lot of weddings and bring people fresh um, handmade cocktail mixers and a cute little vintage travel trailer turned bar for their events. Yes, and that little trailer is quite the uh, eye catcher. She is. Her name is Lolita. She's a 1969 Aljo that's been completely um, rebuilt from the frame up and um, definitely a labor of love, but it's a lot of fun to take her to events. People are excited and it's just something different. It's so Instagram worthy. Um, <laughs> so you started the business of cocktails. What is your experience in, in the sort of cocktail and drink pouring world before you kind of get to Cocktail Caravan? Sure. So um, I have been bartending for more years than I would really like to admit. I uh, don't want to give away my age and all that jazz, you know? So um, I'm a young spring chicken is all you need to know. Um, but yeah, I've been bartending for a long time and uh, at a certain point in my bartending career, I, I decided that um, I just had kind of reached the ceiling and was ready for something new. So I quit that bartending job, cold turkey, and actually um, got a job in publishing where we met. That was right. 10 years ago. Um, and on the side, started telling friends, um, you know, hey, if you're getting married or having a party, I still really like them, you know, actually making the drinks. So give me a call and I'll come do somebody's wedding. So somebody actually called and it was a friend of a friend and they had a 300 person wedding out in Lyons. And um, we made some drinks that had, uh, I think it was a margarita of some sort. It had fresh cucumber muddled in it and they were very thirsty and our arms were sore for many days after from muddling all those cucumbers. But basically that, um, was kind of the beginning of it all. And from that point, just, um, got a lot of word of mouth business, uh, on accident, wasn't even trying to, and that lasted, uh, about six years, I, I guess at this point. Um, and it was, you know, just kind of a side project. And then at, at one point I, um, along the, along the way there, I quit the publishing job and decided that I needed to get back into bartending full time. So, um, kind of sat down and, made a plan and just came up with the, the business idea for cocktail caravan. And, um, that was four years ago ish. Um, and that's where we are today. It's been really fun. And it's like kind of just been a, 
organic evolution over the years of just growing and connecting with more people. And, um, it's been really fun. So when you acquired, like, what was the search like to find uh, Lolita? What, how did that, how did you two come together? Oh man, those little trailers are so popular right now. They're, they're hard to find, um, unless you're willing to pay like a lot of money, uh, which I didn't have. So that wasn't really an option for me, but, um, I just scoured the internet. I looked all over the country. Um, I didn't want to buy one that had been nicely refurbished because we were just going to have to gut it anyway to build it out how we needed. So we were kind of looking for one that was already um, either in really bad shape or already gutted and happened to find one in um, Morrison. So we got really lucky because it's just right down the road from us. And um, it was totally rusted out, already gutted and uh, in pretty bad shape, but it had a license plate. So that was kind of the key piece to the puzzle. Um, and yeah, we just build it out from there and, and now lived it's lived happily ever yeah, after. It's, now it's your signature, uh, it's your signature uh, thing. Um, you know, we did run into each other in person actually before everything kind of went crazy at the uh, outdoor retailer show in January. For those who don't listeners who don't know what the outdoor retailer show is, it's a huge uh, trade show that's happening in Denver where, uh, people in the outdoor recreation adventure travel industry come together. This happened to be the snow show. And, um, you know, we had a booth with sticker giant and, um, trying to just get our word out there, but crystal, you, you were there, uh, with two different sort of spots on the trade show floor where you were working sort of happy hours and pouring drinks. Uh, how do you land a clients like that? And how do you like create an experience in a trade show that is jam packed with people who really just want to be drinking? <laughs> oh yeah. The trade show is actually kind of a fun and unique challenge for us. Um, that those, we had two clients. Um, we had, um, Boggs footwear and we had Sierra Nevada brewing. Um, and, in both cases, uh, the client actually found us and reached out to us and, um, they persuaded the convention center to allow us to come in. Um, we were offering something that's a little bit different than what the convention offers in its own programming. So, um, they felt like it was appropriate for us to come in. Um, and, and, you know, just creating the experiences in that kind of place, um, you know, a lot of it has to do with just having the alcohol. Right. <laughs> People are very excited. They've been in meetings all day and they just want to have something delicious. Um, so with Sierra Nevada, we served their beer exclusively. And um, that was, the booth was jam packed from start to finish. And everybody was very happy with, with that. So fun experience for us, um, but relatively straightforward because we just had Lolita and some Sierra Nevada beer. Right. Um, and then the other booth, we actually did some handmade, um, craft cocktails. So we did, um, I think we did old fashions one day and I can't remember what we did the other day, but, um, you know, in that booth, that's a little different because, um, you can't get good cocktails really from within the convention center. You can get, if you're lucky, like a vodka soda. Um, otherwise it's mostly just keg beer. So, um, yeah, just having the good cocktails there really made it um, something special for people. And they all got excited and that is good for everybody. 50 people deep. I was like, holy cow, this is yeah, incredible. They were very thirsty. Right. Um, so you mentioned your first event and how you, you create, created a margarita. 
when you have these events, do people customize or do you have like a, a like a sort of menu for folks or, or, you know, what does it look like to come up with these delicious cocktails and, and sort of road test them so that, you know, you can deliver consistency across totally. all your events and, and your staff too, which you've obviously grown over the years, right? So it's sort of a two-headed yeah. thing. How do you grow and maintain your menu and then keep people on your team versed in that? Sure. So it's actually pretty straightforward. Um, what I learned in that very first wedding that I did with 300 people and, and they drank like fishies, um, was that I never, ever wanted to muddle anything ever again for the rest of my life. Um, it just took way too long and was inefficient and, um, you know, our arms were numb by the end of the night. So, um, what we do now is, um, everything gets prepped and pre-batched ahead of time without the alcohol. Um, oh, nice. so we'll do, um, you know, we'll juice cucumbers instead of, um, having to muddle them. And that way, every drink that we make throughout the night is consistent. Um, so it makes it pretty straightforward for the bar staff, um, and, and a lot easier and faster for them, which they're always appreciative of. Um, and then in terms of actually coming up with the cocktails, we're pretty flexible, you know, we'll kind of chat with people and see what they're interested in. And, you know, if they have a certain like theme that they're going for, or, you know, we can look at their dinner menu and see what kind of inspiration we get from there. Um, we do have a menu of kind of like standard offerings, but um, we pretty frequently veer off of that menu and just get creative to make something fun and special for people. Right. The signature drink, especially when yeah. is all about like the Absolutely. tailoring yeah. to them. And those um, signature drinks for us are all fresh pressed and, and fresh juice so that it just they're really vibrant and definitely crowd pleasers. So makes it really fun. That's awesome. Um, what other than weddings though are like your favorite sort of events to do? Oh man, over the years, we've literally done anything you could think of that relates to alcohol. Um, and even some that don't have alcohol, we've done dry weddings and, and things along those lines. Um, we've done really big, huge festivals with thousands of people and we've done um, celebrations of life and we've done um, birthday parties for children so that the grownups can have fun, <laughs> you oh, know, nice. a little bit of everything. Um, but the best kind of events for us are just the ones where we are able to connect with the people. Um, cause that's kind of the most fun for us. Um, you know, it makes it feel like more of a meaningful experience for us. Um, if we're able to just actually have conversations with the people who we're making drinks for, um, most of the time we're able to do that, you know, obviously when we're making drinks for 5,000 people, that's less of an opportunity. Um, but those are fun in a different way just cause they're fast paced and, and move quickly. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I wouldn't call it one type of event. It's just mm -hmm. more kind of in a general sense being able nice. to, to connect with people. So in, you know, it's uh, April of 2020. So we're all sort of uh, well, on a lot of Zoom calls. Um, so with that in mind and sort of having to adapt your business right now, uh, what is Cocktail Caravan? Like events are really tough to pull off. So how, uh, how are you all making this happen? Because, you, you know, you want to keep your staff or, or at least be good to your people, but then also you have customers to, to, to sort of take care of too, right? Totally, yeah. Um, so when this all first started going down, um, we initially rescheduled or canceled um, the events that were happening in March, depending on what the client wanted to do. Um, mm -hmm. And then it's just kind of been progressing as time passes. So, um, you know, at this point we 
are rescheduled for everything through almost the end of May. We have one right now at the very end of May that's holding on, which is fine. We'll kind of, you know, fly by the seat of our pants. And if we need to change their date, we can absolutely do that. Um, so yeah, other than that, we're, um, we are working with clients who are looking at dates in the future and helping them get organized for, for new bookings. Um, that's pretty straightforward. Um, but other than that, right now we're offering a new program to get people fresh, um, handmade cocktail mixers in their home since they can't have them at events. Um, so that's kind of been our focus for right now. It's called community supported cocktails and it's inspired by CSAs, which is uh, community supported agriculture. Um, those are farm shares that you can sign up for in the summer and you get once a week, a big bag of veggies. So, um, similar idea. We are, um, doing our best to source ingredients locally. Obviously it snowed, you know, 14 inches today or something. So the, it's a little early for farm produce, but we have some suppliers who have herbs and some different things that we can incorporate at this point. And then um, as we get farther along into their growing season, we'll be able to use more and more of their produce in the cocktails. Um, but yeah, we have, it's a six week program. People can sign up ahead of time for either double or single share. And then once a week they get a um, bottle of mixer that uh, makes five cocktails and um yeah we're hoping that kind of helps keep people busy yeah that's that's pretty rad to, to offer that to them because i know a couple weeks ago it was last month actually now you know when denver tried to shut down the liquor stores it was a massive you know sort of public yeah. panic um not really fun to see or watch or be a part of but you know it's it's caused everyone to sort of evaluate the things that they want to have in their home and there's a lot of delivery and, and all that going on. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of that in our business, how a lot of these businesses are pivoting to create curbside and pick up and all that. Um, so it looks like you got the single share and the double share, which is pretty sweet to give your customers a couple of choices. Yeah. And we're, we're trying to give them some flexibility. Um, you know, there's a lot of restaurants, um, or I would say most restaurants that at this point are, are offering some sort of cocktails or spirits or alcohol to go. Um, and I didn't really want to um, be kind of in that same realm as what they're doing. Um, I have many friends in, in the industry who, um, you know, are trying to figure out life in these times as well. So, right. um, so yeah, ours doesn't have alcohol in it. So a um, little different direction. Um, and without the alcohol, it does give you the option to, a little bit of bubbly water in there and have something special with the kids and, um, mm -hmm. you know, kind of make it more of a family affair. If want, if you want to do that route, otherwise you can obviously pour a bottle of tequila in there and call it a day too. <laughs> right. Um, and I noticed on, on your page as well, you offer recipes and a lot of communication around that. How do you sort of do that service uh, of, of sending recipes out and, and giving your audience something to, you know, grab onto? Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to get creative. Um, I don't know that anybody really has the right experience to navigate this. Everything is so new to, to everybody. So we're just kind of winging it. Um, you know, everyone's stuck at home and so, um, or sorry, safe at home, I guess is the proper way to phrase that. Um, sure. but, um, either way they're in their home with, you know, trying to get creative with what they've got. So we did a few, um, uh, Instagram live sessions where we um, made a few different cocktails. We did cocktails your grandpa drinks. We did spring break cocktails, things like that. Just trying to get creative and, um, you know, like 
let make sure we're letting people know like here's what we have in our house so this is what we're going to make but if you don't have it you can sub out these other things and um you know just trying to give people options so that they're staying entertained and um you know not going too crazy right exactly so you know like you said you've been doing this a few years and and you've you've really sort of um well, you created something from nothing. I've, I've seen other things like this now in the last few years. I'm like, oh, I, you know, I feel like actual caravan pretty much like was on the bleeding edge. You know, food trucks have been very popular for a little while now, but sure. this is that unique spin. Um, before everything sort of began shutting down, uh, you know, you had a plan or you had goals, you know, what is still, you know, once events will go back online, right? I mean, that's just the reality. Um, They will, it might look a little different and we don't have a crystal ball, but no pun intended crystal, but uh, you know, where do you see the cocktail caravan going or or what are your sort of visions for how you continue to evolve? Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely kind of the plans that we had in store for this year, everything's just on hold. Um, Slash has maybe gone out the window, <laughs> but, um, you know, we're just trying to get creative and, um, make, make the best with what we've got, um, at this point. So while we can't have any events at, at this time, um, we do know that, you know, they'll slowly start to come back online and people will be really ready to gather when this is over, um, which is good for our business and a lot of others. Um, so yeah, we're just, um, taking it one day at a time, you know, we, we definitely had some lofty goals and, um, creative ways we were trying to expand and and grow and get into different markets. But at this point, um, you know, when things come back online, it's just going to kind of be building back up our baseline. Um, we'll just kind of be the main focus. Um, I do hope that the, um, community supported cocktails program, kind of takes off and, and, um, becomes a staple for us because the, um, concept to me is, feels really special and and almost personal for me. Um, you know, just to be able to support other local businesses and in the farms and, um, you know, give something back to the community. We're also, um, doing a pay it forward program with the, with that right now too, and looking for local heroes, um, who could use a little pick me up to, you know, brighten their day and, and donating some, some of our cocktail mix shares to them. Um, so we just hope that everybody's excited about what we have going on and, um, you know, just ready to have some cocktails when this is over and gives us a call. <laughs> right on. Um, yes. So with that said, if they wanted to give you a call or find you, where could folks, especially here in the Boulder, Denver sort of region, where can where can they find Cocktail Caravan? Where is like the website, social media and all that? Sure. So website is probably the easiest. That's just cocktailcaravan.com. Um, and you can find links to all of our social on there as well. Our Instagram is cocktailcaravan.co. Um, nice. And all of our, yeah, like I said, all of our contact info is listed in those places. Um, we'd love to connect, love to chat with other businesses and see what we can do to help them get through this and, partner up or support each other and look for the light at the end of this tunnel. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we're all doing. So, well, thank you, Crystal, so much for sitting down with us. We appreciate you. And, and of course, love seeing your stickers out there. 
uh, when you're out on social and you're at events and, and y'all are taking pictures, those, those are really fun. Just your simple logo sticker. Of, just ordered some more today. Oh, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fantastic. labels. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yes, that's good. So yeah, that's good to know that you're like using both products too, because I mean, you got to get them out there in the world. And, and I do love your super simple vector line graphic of the, of the caravan. And it's just a nice concept. And, you know, you've got some pretty clean, design on the whole site as well, which is obviously your style. Um, yes. Uh, so thank you everybody. Hope, um, you're doing well out there. You're washing your hands. We want to make sure everyone's, uh, being inspired by some of these businesses that are, um, making it work and adapting. And that's kind of where stickers on the mic is focused for, for the short term here to really try to amplify these stories and get the word out for, for businesses like crystals. And if you're out there listening and you're like, you know, we have businesses like this in our community and we really want to get, get them involved with you all. You can find us at podcast at stickergiant.com. And of course you can find us all over uh, online at stickergiant.com and on our, all of our socials, of course. So thank you everyone for listening. Crystal, thank you so much. Thanks Andrew. I will see you again soon for another episode of stickers on the mic. And remember every sticker has a story. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic. 